Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by my side piece, Damien, and we will be discussing the Christmas classic, Die Hard. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Is Daddy coming home soon? Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. I missed you. Instead... He's going to have to save her. Sit down. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be told a lesson in the real use of power. They're as brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants... Think, David, think! ...is to be a hero. Where's Howie? Hey, Tucker! Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? <laughs> job. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm worn to pieces? He's inside? Who is he? Damien, booby, I'm your white knight. That's so good. <laughs> he might be my favorite part of the movie. Dude, you're jumping a little I'm far ju- ahead know, already. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Already. Yeah, my bad. Already. All right, we got to work up to it. We got to work up to it. <laughs> right off the bat, I'm going to, before we jump into synopsis, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything, any bullshit that we do, mm-hmm. best action movie of all time? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the action movie that all other action movies aspire to be. Hundred percent. It's it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. Yes, agreed. Okay, synopsis: John McClane, officer of the NYPD, tries to save his wife Holly Gennaro and several others that were taken hostage by German terrorist Hans Gruber during a Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza in Los Angeles. That one's oddly specific. It is. Yeah. It's really specific. I don't care what his wife's name is. It's completely irrelevant. I don't care. Yeah. I need Hans. Right. I need John McLean and Hans Gruber. Yeah. I give zero fucks about 90 other, 90% of the other people. Yeah. I like Argyle, though. Argyle's super good. Argyle. Yeah. Theo. Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Carl's good. Dude. Carl, yeah. best. Best, like... I thought you guys only ate donuts. <laughs> Dude, that's not Carl. That's fucking Carl on Family Matters. Bro. It's that's the it's the same. No, he says it to him. Yeah, but that's not his name in the movie. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude, I don't Carl, remember his name dude, in the movie. Carl is the blonde, like like Hans Gruber's right hand man. Yeah, yeah. Who right, has the worst name? That, you don't what? I mean, listen. Uh, in the hierarchy of people we're talking about, Carl wasn't is not in like the top three or four. Really? Uh, not for me. Okay, okay. You're ta- you're thinking about Sergeant Al Powell. Yes. Okay. Al. Yeah. Al. Yes. Yeah. 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 Thought you only ate donuts. Bag it. Yep. 
That's the one. All right. That's the one. Mm-hmm. That's him. The one and only. All right. Movie came out in 1988. I think we were both probably way too young to see this movie in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not appropriate. Definitely not a child's movie. <laughs> Definitely not. I'd probably show my... If I had a kid, I'd probably show him, though. Eight, nine. Now, I ten. mean, it's pretty tame, right? Is it? Eh, there's, like, boobs. That's true. There are boobs. Yeah. Okay. Cocaine? I mean, it's less... Oh, shit. Maybe it's not actually less violent. It's pretty violent. I mean, it's definitely... It's yeah. super violent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe okay. I retract But I don't know. That. I mean... Yeah. Don't be a little bitch. Right. Okay. Uh, directed by John McTiernan, who also directed Predator, Hunt for Red October, Die Hard with a Vengeance. So, you know, he has some other stuff. Okay. He has some other stuff that he directed. Um, something that I always find interesting because there are, and we'll get to it at some point, this movie influenced a ton of movies. It was Die Hard on a, you know, cliff, in a mountain, in an elevator, in a bus. Like, there's all these variations of this movie that other movies tried to do. What are you talking about? The, like, direct sequels? or No, not direct sequels. It inspired. It's essentially the same plot, just on in another, like, apparatus. Yeah. For instance, I Love Speed. Speed is essentially Die Hard on a bus. Yeah. Same theory, everything. And the dude, Jean DeBont... Jan DeBont, who is the cinematographer for Die Hard, then directed Speed. Okay. So I just find that interesting that he almost made like the same movie, essentially. Fun fact. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Did enjoy Speed, though. You did. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's Not the movie. second Speed. No. The first Speed is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Best Keanu. Re- eh. It's up there for Keanu. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Super hot Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super hot. Agreed. Wildcat. Wildcat. Tell that Wildcat. Yep. Yeah. Good reference, man. You're bringing, you're bringing it already. I mean, trying. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> budget was $28 million. The movie grossed $140 million. Right. So pretty you know, substantial hit for them. Made some money back. What's that? Made some money back. Made, made plenty of money back. Uh, I find it interesting that out of everybody that they tried to get to be John McClane, that they ended up with Bruce Willis because he's like a nobody at that point. He's, on, he's on a TV show. Uh, Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd. He's been in no act at that point. He's like almost a comedian. Who was? What's this show that he was on? Sybil Shepherd. Moonlighting, where they're I like private investigators. Yeah, okay. I mean it's way. Be- it's before. I mean you were five. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Who Who are the other? Uh... The people that man. I'm glad you asked. Okay. I'm glad right. you asked. You ready? <clears throat> you have uh, Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, Don Johnson, Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, and Burt Reynolds. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I mean... None of them work, and I'll tell you why none of them work. Okay, let's hear it. <clears throat> the point of John McClane is it's average guy yeah. against everybody. Yeah. It doesn't work if you're, if you're fucking Sylvester Stallone. Guess who's not an average guy? Sly Stallone. Right. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, yeah, I, that's maybe you just like put it best, as he's just like a regular dude. For sure. Average Joe, yeah. just cop. And then, for instance, like Harrison Ford, they did this similar movie, Air Force One, fuck, so Die Hard on a plane, essentially, mm-hmm. except for he's president of the United States. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs> but, come on, dude, Gary Oldman's the villain in no, Air Force One. Yeah, I'm with you. Anything he's in. I'm with you. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. I'm with you. Back on track. Okay. Okay, so... Obviously, like I said, role went to uh, or excuse me, the role went to Bruce Willis. Um, he was a, a relative unknown at that point. Got paid like five million dollars, which was a lot of money then. I also think it's funny, like doing research for this movie. When you look back at like the promotional material, he's like barely on any of it because everybody's like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" So like, he's not hmm. even in the foreground of like the posters, all that stuff. It's almost like the they made the Nakatomi Plaza like. The, the centerpiece centerpiece of the movie. Yeah, I can't actually think or like remember anything about that other than what I think of like the classic imagery, mm-hmm. which is like his face next to Nakatomi Plaza. And that's kind of what it still was, but it was small. Like his face was small. The okay. building is big, like I think on like the right side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they sure as hell didn't, I mean, nobody put Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber because right. A, I don't think they knew what they were in for. Yeah. And he had never been that this is his first movie. Is it? Yeah, hundred percent Alan Rickman's first. Just coming out strong. Yeah. Swinging. Yeah. yeah. Um this movie has four sequels. Yeah. 
Okay, let's just let's spend a few minutes talking about the sequels. Okay, Die Hard Two, mm-hmm. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free and Die Hard, A Good Day to Die Hard, and the newly announced McLean. That's one that's not out yet. Not out yet. Just right. announced. Do you like any of those? Um, okay, so we need to like kind of do a refresher because okay. I'm not as much as like an aficionado as okay. you. Okay, Die Hard Two. It's essentially Die Hard in an airport. In the airport. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Sam Jackson. Oh, yes. And Hans Gruber's brother. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, it's with Justin Long. Yeah. And he's like a hacker. And uh, I think he's dating John McClane's daughter. Right. This is like the first of the like new generation. Correct. Uh, Correct. Okay. And then A Good Day to Die Hard yeah. is with the dude who played, Jai Courtney, who's supposed to be Bruce willis's son who's now like a badass okay and they're in like a different country okay it's awful yes i remember okay. now okay yeah. yeah yeah it's not immediately apparent when you're watching the film that it's his son um well i mean it's not a, like a it's not a spoiler or anything like that he right. goes to save his son who's That's like right. in another country or some bullshit like that but his son's like a special agent yeah. too yeah okay yeah. i remember that one yeah um yeah die hard 2 is fun Die Hard 2, yes. In the airport, yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. Snowmobile chases. Snowmobile chases, like yeah. super double crosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt, yeah, it felt like the same recipe, but yeah. just more of. And, it's way cornier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which I enjoy. Uh, <laughs> I remember enjoying. Okay. That said, I also remember enjoying, and truthfully, it's been a while since I've seen it, the third one with Sam Jackson. Yeah. The third one is, is. That that's the popular vote for like the second Die Hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like the third one quite a bit. Yeah, um, it's fine. Like I, I enjoy it, but for for whatever reason, I think <laughs> I think of like Die Hard and then Die Hard Two, with when I was like an early teen. So I have like a little more, mm-hmm. I guess, nostalgia, nostalgia for that. Yeah, and then Die Hard um, with a Vengeance, I think, came out in like the mid to late nineties. So it's. You know, I'm just not as like locked into that. Right. It's still good. Right. With yeah. Vengeance is the third one. Third one. Die Hard with a Vengeance is the third one. We're there's gonna be a test after. Okay. Die Hard right. two. I Die Hard with a Vengeance. Fail. Uh Live Free or Die Hard. Mm-hmm. And then A Good Day to Die Hard. Okay. I'm not gonna remember it. And then McLean. And then McLean. Which just seems odd that the next one's called McLean. Yeah. Okay. I remember <laughs> the only thing I remember from like the new generation ones yeah. is uh, Justin, right? Justin Long. Justin yeah. Long. Yeah. I, I remember being like, just like kind of turned off for whatever reason because he's like, I don't know, stereotypical kind of like hacker nerd kid. Yeah, he's on the Dell commercials for right. a while. Yeah, yeah. Like, should have bought a Dell. Which, which, yeah, I remember. Oh, no, was he wasn't should have bought a Dell. He was like, you should buy an Apple, wasn't it? He was making fun of the PC guy. Yeah. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. But and he, he was, was like the Apple, Apple guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there was like, I think even in the movie they called it out. There was some, I don't know. It was a ridiculous action movie. I For sure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't remember it. shit about that movie. The only thing, the only like action scene I remember from that one is the, is the scene where, um, he manages to like launch a car to like take down the helicopter. <laughs> Correct. I think yeah. that's towards the end. Yeah. 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 There's also yeah. There's a bunch of. I mean this. That's the point. Like after the first one, it went off the rails with like ridiculous yeah. set pieces and special effects, and like John McClane can do this, like easy, right. okay, easy. Everything in the first one's like set with the, in the most part, like set in realism. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yep. Except for like the totality or like cumulative injuries, because it's a lot. It's Dude a lot. It's a lot of damage. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> we're yeah. gonna a little bit later. We're gonna yeah. discuss okay. the amount of damage. All right. So again. I want to ask you another question. Okay. okay. This is a question that I hear constantly, constantly. Okay. In the circles that you run in. Just in, well, yeah, because it's you and me. That's the circle. <laughs> Just everywhere. You know, any article I read, anything about holiday movies. Okay. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's absolutely a Christmas movie. Why? Um, I mean, it takes place like at Christmas over a Christmas party. Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah. The the soundtrack is, I think, largely Christmas, if not entirely Christmas songs. So there are like three or four Christmas songs in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Especially like Christmas in Holland, like the, the Run DMC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right off the bat. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he actually says, don't you have any Christmas music? And, right. And, and Argyle's like, like, this is Christmas exactly. music. Yeah. Right. There's the... Uh, 
there's the dead dude in the elevator, the, you know, ho, 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 like now a machine gun. Ho, now ho, I have ho. a machine gun, yeah. ho, ho, ho. Yeah, right? it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And then there's a ton of Christmas-like decorations everywhere. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an action Christmas movie. Maybe the only of its kind. I can't think of another. Jingle All the Way. With Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Oh, that's the one with the action figure doll? Dude, yeah. Okay. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Man, Under, underrated, is... by the way. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, that movie's I love. Mm-hmm. Not good, but I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get in the categories, yeah? Okay. All right. Uh, what scene will you stop what you're doing to watch? So, it's dude, this is hard for me. Yeah. Because the movie is one, at, one big ass scene. Yes. Okay, so it, I have way more, cat, way more nominees than I usually want, but let's just go through them. Uh, you have, I like the opening, but I don't know that that's like you got to lock in when he's talking to Argyle and everything. So for me, it's when Han's group like first infiltrates like the Nakatomi Plaza. And you have that great scene with, the, with uh, Carl and Theo where they're walking in and Theo's trying to re, like, explain to him the, the, the basketball um, play. He's like, James, he's like, worthy to magic, magic to Kareem. Okay. And then right as he like says they dunk it, he shoots the guy, shoots the guard. Yes. Okay. So I love that scene. That's a good scene. Um, and then that goes to me, that goes all the way up until they get into like the Christmas party. Uh, then you have Hans interrogating uh, Tagagi, mm-hmm. um, which I think is great because you really start to see like, dude, whoever, Hans Gruber isn't going to be like a normal villain. He's sophisticated. He's he's talking to him about his fucking John Phillips suit. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got two myself. So it's like they lure you into like, okay, this guy is sophisticated. He's cultured, everything. And then he fucking shoots him. Yeah. So like you have that balance of, okay, he's sophisticated, but he's also like a sociopath. Or I guess a psychopath. Not a psychopath. Yeah, I'm probably a sociopath. All right. He knows what he's doing. Exactly. All right. Uh, so then you have John versus Tony. Who is Tony, you ask? I do ask that. Tony is Carl's brother. Who is Carl? Carl is the main villain next to Hans, like his right-hand man. Mm-hmm. His brother is Tony, who has like the gray sweatsuit on. Okay. Who ends up having the, the, the um, now I have a machine gun, ho, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. And he's got the little baby feet, apparently. Right. McLean wants his shoes. And, right. Okay. Uh, then you have a John versus terrorist on the roof for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're going to hunt for him. He makes the the radio call to the fucking police, and she's like, uh, "You know, this is this is dedicated line for emergencies." And he's like, "What the fuck you think I'm doing? Ordering a yeah. pizza?" Yeah. Okay. And then he he you know gets through, goes into the elevator shaft, jumps like it's that whole great scene. Mm-hmm. But there's one part in that scene that always makes me laugh, is, and it's ad libbed by Bruce Willis when he goes, he runs like to see if he can make it into like the elevator shaft. He runs by like a workstation. It's got like a naked, like a playboy. Yes. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And he about. taps the boobs and he's like, Hey girls. Yeah. <laughs> like, Doesn't he like kiss his hand or something he first? Might, he might. Yeah. Uh, he might. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like in, in the midst of like almost dying, <laughs> yeah. he's like, got to stop and you got to yeah, pay it's, homage real quick. It's the eighties. Yeah. By the way, have you ever seen, does anybody, you know, have like old playboy, like pinup, Three three page like centerfold like hung somewhere. Like, not anymore. Who does? I do who remember. I do remember being a young child and seeing those things. No way. Yeah, for sure. Where? Um, <clears throat> I grew up in around like auto shops. Okay, so that's yeah. like a mechanic so thing. It's a, I mean, I don't know. It's the mechanic thing that like I remember. So like mechanics are like kind of dirt bags or. <laughs> easy <laughs> i don't know you got naked photos of chicks hanging around i didn't have them i'm <laughs> just saying like you know there's just like uh the working class man man yeah blue collar blue collar just boobs boo i mean that's where it was in the in the theater these yeah. are like that's uh, what i'm saying elevator. he's running by like the janitor's office yeah. or like maintenance or something yeah yeah and i mean john mcclain's blue, blue collar absolutely like that's he's working man that's why this movie works yeah and in that whole scene, there's also the great part where he he throws the body out. Um, I think that's that is the scene where he he throws the body out to like Al, on his car. Yeah, because it's like that whole long scene. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, <laughs> I told you, dude, I got I got a lot here. And then we have uh, Ellis and Hans, yeah. where oh, he has God, that great so great scene. Ellis is the quintessential like '80s slime ball, doing fucking rails of coke. Yeah. 
talking about Rolexes. Yep. Got a great suit on. Okay. Um, then you have Hans meets John. Okay. When when Hans has the fucking the accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Please uh, don't kill uh, me. Yeah. And his name's Bill Clay. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What name is that? Well, I think he looked it up on the thing. He right? did. Yeah. I don't care. Is there a more '80s name than Bill Clay? Yeah, it's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> and what's with his accent? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's completely <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know where it came from. Okay, it's, I gotta imagine it's just like, you know, being German. It was just like the quickest thing he could think of yeah. for uh, American. Uh, yeah. And then you have, the, the in that scene is the great line where Carl and and Hans are like shooting with. Or at John, and mm-hmm. they can't get him, and, and he's just like, shoot the glass. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the final scene. I mean, Hans versus, versus, uh, versus John. You have the whole scene where he jumps from the roof and like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, catapults himself into the glass and duct tapes the fucking gun to his, to his back. To his back, yeah. yeah. He starts laughing. He starts laughing. Everybody starts laughing. Yeah. 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 And then he just like quick draws that Quick shit. draws him, yep. not shoots him, and then blows the fucking tip of the gun like he's in the West. Yep. Fun fact about that scene mm-hmm. is, so that's always strikes me as one of the best scenes for when, like, somebody's falling. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like ha- like like Alan Rickman, and he acts it like he's actually surprised or he's yeah. actually going to die. Because, yep. you know, they unhooked the watch. So they actually dropped him, like, 20 feet, 30 feet mm-hmm. for that scene. But they didn't tell him <laughs> on that cut when they were going to do it. So they said they were going to count to three, and they dropped him on, like, one. Right. So that's, like, a genuine... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. So I know I gave you a ton of scenes. What's what's it? What's it? What's what's the number one? What's the number one? What's it? <laughs> um, God, it's really tough. It is. Might be the toughest we've done. Yeah. Um. Jesus, if I I feel like there's a lot of pressure here. And and we I left out like the the, yeah, the you, two federal like the two uh, FBI agents uh, Johnson <laughs> Johnson, and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson not related no relation yeah. Left out the cut the power. Yeah, like I said, shut it down. Right when he's the the like, I left out all that shit. I know, I know, and that's why I'm not like even thinking about adding anything to the list. Dude, add some. You got some added. No, no, no I got nothing to add because I'm I'm trying to think of just like if I had to say what the number one is. Yeah. Um, well, give me a couple. Like, what stands out to you? I mean, the the stuff that stands out is the final scene right sure. where he drops because it's just like quintessential, you know, die hard. Yeah. Um, the, I, for, I forget who it is, if this is Carl or in the lobby scene where he's talking about the like play. Yeah. Carl yeah. and Theo. It's Carl and Theo. That's right. <laughs> uh, those two are some of my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that, that scene like kind of sets up a little bit of the tone, right. Uh, with, um, with it being with, um, Hans being like a, you know, a bit more sophisticated, like you're talking about, right. like they're not just like smash and grab robbers. Right. Um, let's see. I might have to go with just like the final falling scene if I gotta like pick one. That whole like that's right. just the final scene in yeah. general, like Hans versus versus John. Yeah, yeah that's a great scene. Yeah, it's, it's great. It it would be hard for me. I would say, um, I <laughs> I don't know why I love the scene with Hans and Ellis. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but yeah. I love that scene. But um, I would probably go with you. I love that ending scene is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So. The whole plot of the movie is essentially like an, almost like a bank heist, right? Mm-hmm. They 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 make it look like it's a, some sort of a terrorist a terrorist thing. Hans wants all these ridiculous, you know, leaders of all these different fucking factions across the yeah. world released, but really he's it's a bank heist, right? What the fuck is a barabon? Because that's what they're stealing. Those like pieces of paper. Correct. Yeah, I, I have no. I couldn't tell you like exactly what they are. No. My assumption is that you trade pieces of paper and get money. Where? He's going to be an international criminal now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, You're seems... sitting on a currency that's got no real value. And also, like, all of those would effectively be, like, marked bills, right? Because I have, they I don't, would know. I don't know what the fuck a bear bond is. I mean, it's a piece of paper that I would imagine is, like, identified somehow, so... But then if you have... I forget how many million it is, right? Why do you have them in your building? I have that written down. And, and there's, like, two guards. Yeah. There's nobody there. No. And he's got however many millions? I don't know, dude. It's, it's hundreds of millions. I don't know if I wrote it down, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's enough, it's enough to, to bankroll 
your whole crew. You know how many people are in his crew? Like 18, 12, 18, 12, like that? 12. Yeah. The, the ex Volskry, Volskry? I can't even say, I don't know mm-hmm. how to fucking say it. Well, yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah, but there's 12 people. You want, you want to know all their names? No, I don't. Dude. Okay. If Six, I, if 640, if, that's how I'm telling 640 you. 640 million. 640 million. There's two guys. Yeah. Who are sitting at, yeah. well, one hangs out by the elevators. And a bank vault that apparently, and they're not armed, by the way. Right. And then a bank vault or a vault that's like, apparently pretty pretty accessible. Pretty accessible. Yeah. I mean, they got into it within, you know, a few hours. Yeah. During a, during a Christmas party. Yeah. Because this is a Christmas movie. It seems like a bad move on... Um, Takagi? Takagi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He seems like maybe he's a bit too arrogant. Yeah, and the building. The building is not even finished being not built. Not finished. Real building, by the way. Yeah, it's a real building. Yes. Anyways. Not even. Yeah. So the building's not even finished being built, and he's already got it like loaded up with all of his money. Yeah, dude. The top floors aren't even done yet. Yeah. You got no security. You got Ellis doing fucking rails, and then people fucking in offices, and you got six hundred and forty. Six hundred forty million dollars worth of bearer bonds. Right. Which I think is a fake currency. It's like Bitcoin. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right. Let's go to the next, the next, uh, next category. Yeah, got it. All right, I think this is really the. It's the easiest and hardest category. Does that make sense? Yes. Best performance. Yeah. It's I two agree. people. Okay, who who are you two people? It's Bruce Willis or Alan Rickman. Okay. How the fuck do you pick? Because it's essentially both their first movies or first for Rickman, it's his first movie. For Willis, it's for sure his first. I don't know if he was in anything smaller, mm-hmm. like film wise. But it's their first starring role. Yeah. How do you pick who's the best in this movie? And the the way I would look at it, right? And and watching it because I I've watched this movie, dude. I don't even know how many times. Yeah. I mean, a ton. Who do you root for in the movie? Um, I mean, you have to. It's it's got to be Bruce, right? Is it? I mean, you're not you're not rooting for Hans. You're not. No, I mean he's like a he's a bad guy. Okay. I mean it doesn't seem like he's using the money for good. I don't know what he's using the bear bonds for. Yeah, I mean he's killing people along the way. I don't know if I can root for him. I mean he kills Ellis. He kills Ellis. And Takagi. And Takage. Yeah. Takage. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I don't think you're rooting for him. Okay. Going back to the original question yeah. of like best performance, it's like maybe impossible because yeah, because this movie, one of the reasons it works is because John uh, Bruce Willis is, as John McClane is, is every man. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not like super athletic. He's kind of schlubby. You know, he's fighting in a in a in a in a fucking wife beater, but like all of his one liners work. None of them are forced. Like I don't really like one liners in yeah. movies. They all work in this movie. They're all funny. They're all witty. The yippee kaye motherfucker shouldn't work, and it does. Like still, you're like, ah, that's funny. You know? Yeah. It's amazing, and like to this day. Yeah, but then Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber, he's in the pantheon of like best villain ever. I don't know who I would put in front of him besides like Darth Vader. I really don't. I, I mean, I, I think I I can't disagree with yeah. you. If he's not one or two, he's in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we there might be like we might have to do an exercise later to like really like yeah. dig into that stuff. Yeah. But uh, but off the top of of my head, I can't think of of somebody who is like leagues ahead. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So they both give such great performances, and the movie I don't think works if you don't have both of them. Of course. Yeah, I really can't see anybody, and I can't even really find anything, you know, on the internet, any kind of research about who else could have played or who else was considered to play Hans. Yeah. It's like it just never happened. Yeah, they just like pick somebody. Yeah, I don't know somebody at the time yeah right because he's kind of nobody well he was like a, a pretty well-known i guess stage actor okay but, but still I'm still in yeah, yeah in films yeah all right so who is it who's the best performance i, I mean i just have to like coin toss it and so <laughs> so yeah i mean so what are you calling it a draw tie is that what we're doing here no i mean i might i might say i might say bruce willis then okay yeah perfect just because he keeps going obviously yeah okay I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would say uh, just because he's the he's the hero, I would say I would say Bruce Willis. Yeah, but it's I would 
uh, yeah, it's, it would be difficult. I, th- I, I still think it's kind of both. Yeah. Okay. And then I have a worst performance. Mm-hmm. I don't really have anybody that gave like an awful performance. I do. Let's hear it. Uh, I only have one, and it's um, Deputy Chief Dwayne Robinson. <laughs> that guy's just a dick, and I feel like he's super <laughs> overacting. Yeah. There's like... God rest his soul. Yeah. Dead yes. in real life. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fucking principal from Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just, it just seems like he's kind of overacting. He's like too much of a dick mm-hmm. uh, to be like a deputy chief. Yeah. There's like the, the scene where Ellis is killed. And um, Al is telling, you know, they're, they're talking about it. And he's like, no way, man. No way. He totally could have yeah. saved him. Yeah. He, he just let him die. He just listened let him die. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to say that, can yeah. you not say uh, William Ather- Atherton, who played uh, the, the dick-like reporter? Uh, Richard no. Thornburg? Because he, over, he, he overacts it as well. Like he's killing No, I, I feel like that's, that's genuinely him. Every movie that okay. guy's in, he's like... I just fucking hate him, right? I, can't, I don't know. I can't remember him in too many I, other movies. I, I feel like there's other movies that he was in but, where I felt exactly the same. Okay, but you think that that's just that's just that guy? Yeah, I, I feel like either he's typecast or like he, that's legitimately his personality. He is the dick, like DA in Ghostbusters. That's that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, and okay. it's the, it's the exact same character. It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So you think? I, I dig it, man. Yeah, I dig it. All right. Worst performance. <laughs> uh, so then we're going to go into the most overacted performance or or the Jamie Foxx Award mm-hmm. for the most overacted performance. I got two, man. Okay. And it, it, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart to say Hart Bochner as Ellis because he is fucking going for it, he, dude. Yeah. Every scene, he's like getting it. He's like, I'm on scene or I'm on screen for this amount of time. You're getting everything, everything. Every '80s cliche businessman doing rails of coke, drinking Rolex, fancy watch, trying to smash, trying to smash Holly Gennaro. Yeah, like what are you doing after the party? I was thinking like he's like, uh, just he's just trying to get it, get it. Okay. Or uh, I'm not even gonna try to say the dude's name because it's super German. The guy who plays Carl. Okay. Because it's it's a lot too. Like a lot of the With looks, the, like table flipping, and, table flipping, yeah. the looks, like the the quick looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you got anybody else? No. Um, yeah, this is a tough one as well. I I don't actually feel as strongly about Ellis because I feel like it, it's not it's not a reflection of him overacting. I feel like you don't think so. I mean, I feel like it's more just like. It was an accurate portrayal of like <laughs> business dudes in okay. the late 80s. It's so funny because out of all of these we've done, out of all the podcasts I've done, you and I have done together, he's like the clear, the most clear-cut overacting of all of them. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I might rename this fucking category the Hart Bochner Award for overacting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it didn't it didn't ever come across that way to me. Okay. It just felt like I fucking know this guy. He's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing rails. Right. Yeah. And just like while they're tied up, <laughs> like as if you're not like jacked up enough already, like being held hostage yeah. in in your place of business. This dude, you know, is pulling out a little his little tin and like doing quick bumps. Yeah. Because he's gotta like top off. <laughs> dude, that guy is like pulling trim though. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's who it is for you, huh? Yeah. Or no, no, it's not no, that for yeah, 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 for you. You, but you, you think he's just doing the well? Who, who is it? You got mine, one. Then? Mine is the it's Carl? German guy. Yeah, the Carl. German. Yeah, is he German? Uh, well, in the movie, his la- his name is Alexander. His last name is G O D N O U V. That's his character's name. No, that's his written name in real life. His his character oh, name know. is Carl, with a K. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's I, I don't what know. I don't know what his actual nationality is. Okay, that guy, allegedly German. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking, let's just speaking of it. Let's 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 take a little side road real quick. How this is nineteen eighty eight? Yeah. How is Hans recruiting for his his group? Yeah, pre internet, pre internet. Like, is he taking out, like, an ad in the local paper? Because he has a pretty diverse group. Now, granted, a lot of them are, like, Europeans. But he's got, like, the Asian dude. 
He's got like the white dude who looks like Hugh, fucking Huey Lewis yeah. working at the front. He's got Theo. Like he's got a lot of the nationalities covered. Which one's Theo? Again? The black dude. The black who's dude. The, who's right. the 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 breaking the safe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm. I'm that's a legitimate that's question. A, it is a legitimate question. Where is he finding them? Because I feel like everybody on there, you could say like, oh, they're European. Like maybe they were in right. prison together. Like, you know, who who knows? Um, and again, he has his group is consists of. He's the thirteenth person. There's twelve members. Yeah. Where is he finding these guys? I don't know. Like, and then they all just where do they all they all just fly off to another country together? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the plan in the movie, but with their fucking stacks of bearer bonds. Yeah, yeah. Where do they cash those things in at? I don't know. We 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 came unprepared. I don't know that we did. I mean, I feel like we could look up bearer bonds, but it's more fun this way. It's true. I mean, you and I are I I, I feel like are two semi intelligent men. Yeah, I'd never heard of are, a fucking yeah. bearer bond. Here's the thing: I keep all my money under the mattress. What's your address? I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, I have no. That's an unanswerable question. It's where true. Where did he Where did he get his crew? Yeah, Theo and I uh, got him so bad with names. Carl? Uh, no, the Asian dude. Oh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I mean, I told I told you I have all the names, and you don't want to hear them. Right? No, because I'm not gonna remember them. The dude who loves candy. The dude who loves candy. like they're getting ready to have a shootout. And he's like, let me hit, let me smash on that three musketeers. Yeah. He's got the great mustache. Yep. Like receding hairline, but it's mm-hmm, long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two by two formation. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's uh, what I'm saying. Everybody's represented, man. It's true. It's pretty diverse. Yeah. There's no women. Uh, he doesn't have like a Middle Eastern. True. Nobody from like the Middle East. Yeah. So, but yeah, to the original question, I have no idea. Like, what were they doing? Late, late, late 80s? Was the Penny Saber out in the late 80s? Dude, I don't know. Maybe. Ads in the Penny Saber? Penny Saber, maybe. Yeah. But how do you, how do you word that ad? I mean, Hans is pretty sophisticated. He'd probably figure it out. Right. I don't know. And then they, just, they just come. Yep. Okay. Unanswerable question, dude. It's true. If anybody out there can 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 uh, come up with an answer, go ahead and you know send it send it through on one of the social media outlets because I would love to know. Yep. I got nothing. All right. So then we go into uh, this is the the heaviest category, heaviest amount of nominees for this category of any of the podcasts, okay. rightfully so. And I left people off. Okay. Who did the most with the least amount of screen time? Dude. Okay, so we got we got Ellis. Okay. We got Clarence Gillard, who's fucking Argyle. Okay. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. That's uh that's Theo. Uh then we got uh we got Argyle, we got Carl. I'm just gonna give you their names. Okay. It's easier that way. Uh let me go back. Ellis, Argyle, Theo, Carl, Sergeant Al Pal, okay. Mm-hmm. Who pretty much got a fucking sitcom based on this character? He became the the dad from Family Matters, who was also a cop. Is that does it timeline wise? Is that yeah? Uh, it's like right after this. Okay, okay. all right. Um, and then you have uh, Special Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson, no relation. Yeah. Who did the most, man? Those are all super strong, like almost cameo performances, with the exception of. I almost didn't want to put Reginald Van- Vell Johnson, who plays Al Pal, because mm-hmm. he's in it like a fair amount. Mm-hmm. But he's still—I don't, I don't think he's like one of the leading actors in it. No, I don't think so. Um, it's it's re- it's going to be like Ellis v anyone else. Yes, it has to be yeah. right. Argyle's strong. It's true, but he's got that like couple scenes, and then he he drives his his uh, limo into the into to the, the van. Tr- yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's really good, um, but I agree. It might be it might be Ellis versus everybody else. Yeah. So, so let's see. You want me to read through them again? Yeah, yeah. Ellis, Argyle, Theo, Carl, Sergeant Al Pal, and then Special Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson. It, it might be. Yeah, this is kind of what I was leaning towards before you listed them off. It might be Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Just like fucking Saigon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wasn't he saying like... He's like, I was a junior high dickhead. Exactly. And he's just going like hammer time out the side of the chopper. Dude, with a fucking like M60. Yeah. 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 And he's pumped. It's like shooting down fucking Vietnamese in the fucking Vietnam War. Oh, God. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Also, one of the Fratelli brothers. I I got it written down. Yeah. Robert Dobby. Fratelli. Yeah. 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 In Goonies. Goonies. Yeah. All right. Pick one, man. 
Don't be a bitch. If I okay, listen, I'm I'm a, like Ellis is the too too obvious of a choice. Sometimes the obvious choice is the right choice. That's true, but I'm I'm gonna go Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and Johnson. I dig Johnson it. And Johnson. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I mean, you could make a strong case for any of these guys. Uh, yeah. Any of this, so. these characters. It's for me. It's Ellis. If if for me, I don't know why. If I think of this movie, it's Bruce Willis, Hans Gruber, Alan Rickman, and then this motherfucker, yeah. Ellis. It's in that. I know. The, I can't argue he's with it. He's the second dude. It's the best. Yeah. So then we're going to go into a, an added category just for this movie. Okay. Who's your favorite member of Hans' group? So I got, I got four already written down. You want me to tell you? Yeah. You got Theo. Yeah. You have Carl, who's like his right-hand henchman. You got the dude who looks like Huey Lewis, who's working the front, who's like, I got 20 bucks on you assholes. Yep. And then uh, you got the random Asian dude who loves candy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's like the token, Who's your token diverse guy? Yeah, the token diverse um, guy. I think well, I mean, from, well, Theo's Theo's in there. He's, there's a diversity. It's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's got to be Theo for me. He has some great lines. He does. He has yeah. some great lines, yeah. and he's like very different from the whole rest of the crew. For sure. And and he's like you know the second smartest guy in the group. Yeah. If we say you just assume Hans, who's like coordinating all of it. You don't assume Hans is the smartest. Hans is the smartest person in that whole movie. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, Hans is the smartest person. You said assume. Yeah, I mean, I'm just... Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to get into semantics. Anyway, (laughs) Hans is the smartest. He's the second smartest one. Yeah. Yeah. He has great lines. Like, he has the great lines when they're driving the... uh, Oh, they now have an RV. Yeah. <laughs> like when they bring in the SWAT truck. Yeah. Like he's got great lines. Right. The coming in two by standard yeah, two standard by two, two, by two formation. formation. Yeah. He starts that whole story off with as if it's a Christmas like retelling of a, of a story, doesn't he? Y- yeah. It's the uh, night like before. All, yeah, like all through the house. Yeah. 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 Hence yeah. why it's a Christmas movie. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I would have to say for me, I don't know why I'd love the dude who works in the front who looks. Do you know who Huey Lewis is? Am I just okay? He looks identical to motherfucking Huey Lewis. Yeah, I don't. I can't actually like picture what Huey Lewis looks like. You're, oh god, you, you're disappointing me. I know. I, I'm a lot. used to that. Just in life, or yeah. just with me? No, I'm used to disappointing you. Okay. I want to ask you a question too that I, that I thought about, and we should have got to it a little earlier, but I want to ask you, what the fuck happened to Argyle? Um, what's the last, the last scene? He, he, he drives them away. But I mean, what do you think like the repercussions are or just the life experience for Argyle? He, he's a, he's a, he's a cabbie that has become a limo driver and John's his first limo drive, right? First, first client. Yeah. Drives him there, drops him off, says, Hey, I'll wait for you in case your wife doesn't want to hang out with you. He's down in the, in the fucking bottom of the garage on his cell phone, talking to some chick, talking about, let's go to Vegas. Yep. Doesn't help at all. Then crashes the car. Then picks up John and, and, and Holly. But like, what, 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 what do you think he's doing now? What do you like, think Argyle's doing now? You, you mean like, uh, we're, we're talking like expanded universe. Expanded die universe. Hard, what happens to Argyle? Is this the Die Hard universe? Are we talking about... Dude, there's the, five, five the movies. The DHU? The DHU. It's perfect. I think we're talking about the DHU. We're talking about the DHU. Okay, so in the in the... In the greater DHU. What happens to Argyle? What happens to Argyle? I don't know. Uh, let's see. What uh... is he still driving a cab? Is he is he is he an Uber driver now? You mean like today? Yeah. Well, right today now, he... 2018. Where's Argyle? Let's see. He he was like what? Early twenties? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Living he see looked like he was living a hard life. Like he was getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he might just be an Uber driver today. Yeah. You think he's dead? No, I don't think so. Because yeah. I feel like he's he's got the street smarts. Yeah. He's not going to get caught up. Yeah. You think he's like the new Theo? He's caught up with like a new Hans Gruber? No, I don't, he's, he doesn't have You're those not skills. Into that? Yeah, okay. I mean, he doesn't have those skills. No. But he could be like a driver. Maybe. He's kind of lazy, though. He's for sure lazy. I mean, you, he's like in the uh, limo telling his girl, like, yeah. my boss thinks I'm driving to Vegas yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. When he's actually waiting on John to be like, what are we doing? He's like, you got the number yeah. when they get disconnected. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't try to call back. Just yeah. be like, oh, yeah, if you need me, call. All right. Yeah, I, I can imagine he's not doing anything great with his life. So in the DHU, he might just be like Uber driver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At like 50. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
So things that don't hold up well today. Okay. Okay. Carrying guns on a plane. Oh yeah, because I forgot John's just got his gun in the holster. His piece, yeah. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, don't worry. Yeah. I've been doing this for eleven years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smoking in the airport. Yep. Because everybody's just fucking heaters. Yep. Uh, casual racist jokes about J- uh, Japanese people, because Takagi makes a joke about Pearl Harbor. Does he? I don't yeah. Know, where is that? I don't uh, know that? When he first meets John. Okay. Because I... John's like, oh, I didn't know Asian or I didn't know Japanese people celebrate Christmas. And then he oh. makes like a casual joke about like we got you because it hurt Pearl Harbor. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then gas being seventy four cents a gallon. Yeah. Because when Sergeant Al Pal's murdering the Twinkie game, it shows that gas is fucking seventy four cents a gallon. Yeah. God. All those things. Can you imagine? No, I can't. So do you got, do you have something you want to add to this category? Or you just want to go right and pick no, it. No, no, no. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, I don't have anything. I don't have anything else. Okay. So, so we're picking like one. That's the the, the worst. The worst. The thing that doesn't hold up the the most. Carrying guns on a plane, smoking in an airport, casual racist jokes, Pearl Harbor jokes. I guess if if if, if a Japanese man is making a Pearl Harbor joke, is it considered like racist? I don't know. And then seventy four cents a gallon for gas. Hmm. It might be. I think it's a, it's a tie for me right off the top of gasping 74 cents a gallon. Correct. And carrying a gun, like open carry on an airplane. That's It's got to be it, right? Yeah. Like that shit doesn't happen. No. Ever. I don't remember that ever happening and being okay. I guess no. it could have been. I mean, they put it in the movie. Was that happening in the 80s? I don't know. I remember, I vividly remember people smoking in the airports up till like 10 years ago. Yeah. They had like rooms you could smoke in, which just seems awful. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't ever remember gas also ever being 74 cents. No, I, yeah, I was, I think both of us, that was before we, when we would have been aware. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to say, same as you, open carry on a plane. Nice. Which might happen again soon. How? That just in general. The way we're going? Oh, you mean just like the <laughs> trends of the world? Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go to things that do hold up well today. Bruce Willis in general. Yeah. He still seems like a badass, man. He doesn't look like he's that much older than he was, you know, 30 years ago. He's aged pretty well. I mean, yeah. he definitely looks older. For sure. But he's aged. Like, he's a handsome dude. Yeah. And, and he, But he still has the, like, regular Joe thing For sure. going on. Yeah. 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 Um, Hans Gruber. I think you could take that character now and take him 100% out of that movie with the exception of some of his references and drop him into a movie now. And it would totally work. He'd 100% still work. Yeah. Okay. I can't disagree. And then the the overall theme of the movie, just like average guy who gets put into a situation and ends up being the hero, I think is a theme that they people still use today. Yeah. It, the whole movie, for that reason, and I think this is... a you know, the, one of the reasons why this is like one of the greatest action films, if not the, of all time, is because it's like timeless. Yeah. Right? Like you can you can swap out the references if you wanted to fine tune, but you could put it anywhere else and it totally works. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a completely, it's a, it's a timeless, you know, but just overall story arc. And I think that it it continues. We we still have these movies made today. They're just not as good. But you still have these movies made today. Yeah. Um, all right. So which one? What is it for you? Um. What is it? So it's it's what holds up the best today. What holds up the best? So for me, it's it's Hans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I might have to go with that. Okay. All right. Uh, most memorable line. Dude, there's so many. There's a lot. There's a lot. This movie is filled with one-liners. Filled. Fucking California. Like every time he he sees somebody comes up and like another dude kisses him, fucking California. Fucking California. Sees the the girl like the attractive girl in like all spandex like workout outfit. Oh yeah. Fucking California. The, yeah. Coming okay. to the airport. Yep. Welcome to the party, pal. Yep. Like when he throws the the body onto to Al's car. Yep. Uh, yippee kaye, motherfucker. Of course. To him. Uh, now I have a machine gun. Yep. Ho, ho, ho. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Yeah. And he, <laughs> and he delivers it. Like, Perfect. Yeah. It's, and the shot, the, the shot of the scene 
you know, in the in the the deck or the what, what's he in? Not a deck. He's in a the duct, like a ventilation air, duct. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, Hans, booby, I'm your white knight. Yep. Perfect. Uh, no fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Yeah. You got it. You got any others? That, that one's there's a bunch of those that are like on my list. Yeah. There's the um, <laughs> the yeah, well, couple of the other ones that I really like is in the air duct <laughs> when he like you know lights the lighter and he says, "Now I know what a TV dinner feels like." <laughs> yeah. I love that one. <laughs> and then the other one that I have on here that you didn't mention is when he says, "I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV." <laughs> and then Argyle's like cracking up because he can hear it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are both. Dude, really any kind of any kind time you're talking about butt fucking, yeah, yeah. makes me laugh, giggles like a schoolgirl. Right. <laughs> all right. So, w- which one you got though? Because they're all great. And again, they they don't work. This movie doesn't work if they're these just ridiculous lines aren't just delivered well. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? It might be the because it's so ridiculous and it's one that you will never hear again in another movie is the i'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national tv like <laughs> they're not going to say that again it's not just now. not going to happen all right so that's it for yeah, you yeah it might be all right mine's a come out to the coast we'll get together have a few laughs yeah. i just think that's so funny every yeah. single time and like you said the way he delivers he got like oh, the so he's good. got the zippo lighter yep it works but the the hans booby i'm your white knight oh, God, is it's really good because it's the way that's delivered. Yeah. And Alan Rickman's just looking at him like, get Who the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you could... And then Carl, I think, goes to shoot him. Mm-hmm. And Hans is like, he's it's, like, it's, it's, it's all right. Let's, let's hear this out first. This, right? He's yeah. like, this dude is not a threat. <laughs> yeah. Let's just listen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hans, what are you, this is, you're a method actor. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. What am I, a method actor? Yeah. yeah. Put the gun away. Yeah. We're on radio. All right. My favorite category. Would this movie be better with Gary Oldman in it? Well, I don't. I don't know. You tell me. If so, yeah. Who would he play? Right. Let's. You tell me who who it could be. Okay. So the answer to this is yes. It would be better because every movie would be better with Gary with Oldman. With Gary Oldman. Okay. So all, the obvious choice is like he could play Hans. Okay. The problem is, as much as I love Gary Oldman, he's not going to be better than Alan Rickman in yeah. this. Okay. He's just not. But you know who he would be good as? Special Agent Johnson. Special Agent Johnson he would kill. <laughs> he could be one of the Special Agent Johnsons. Yeah. No relation. No relation. Yep. Anybody else? I mean, you could think yeah, he could be any of the the nameless, you know, 12 part of the of the Hans group, but that's just that's not him. No. Could he be the the dick uh uh police guy? The police chief or police sergeant? Um, I don't think so. I, yeah, probably not. Could he be Sergeant Al Powell? I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I think he could. <laughs> yeah, but, but does it, it, work? Ju- it just wouldn't work. Could he be John McClane? I don't think so. No. Nah. Yeah. I don't think so. Bruce Willis is too good. I think he could be one of the one of the Agent Johnsons. Yeah, that might be. He could be Robert Dobby, the the other the older Agent Johnson who's like fucking Saigon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the that's the winning answer then. <laughs> Whose movie is this? Like, when you think about this movie, who do you associate this movie with? And I asked this question when we said who gave the best performance, and we both kind of danced around it and said we think Bruce Willis gives the best performance. But who do you associate this movie with? If I say who... Yeah, if, if that's how the question is framed, I still got to go Bruce Willis. Okay. So hear me out. This is my theory. John McClane has been in... All of these movies, right? The character of John McClane. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis has played them in all these movies. Hans Gruber has only been in the one. When you think about Die Hard with a Vengeance, which by all accounts is most people's second favorite, who is the villain? Nobody ever says his name. You know who he is? He's Hans' brother. I was just going to say, you know he's Hans' brother. I, got, I think this movie okay. is, is more associated with fucking Alan Rickman with Hans Gruber. Because they're, the, the greater... D-H-U mm-hmm. is McLean, is Bruce Willis, John McLean. But I think this movie specifically, you identify, you think, you identify it with Alan Rickman, Hans Gruber. With Hans Gruber. And you know what? For such like a non-American name, everybody remembers that name. And he's the villain that's everybody, everybody in a action movie, every villain is, like that's the, that's where you 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 look at him. That's where you... That's that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You compare him to Hans Gruber, him or her, to Hans Gruber. Yeah. 
That's a very compelling uh, argument. Okay. That I don't think I can or would choose to argue against. Okay. Despite the fact that I initially said it was Bruce Willis. It's just, that's just, that's kind of where I, I think of. Because yeah, I really like try it. to objectively look at it and think of like, okay, well, who do I actually associate this with? You yeah. know? I like that line of thinking. It's just like, for example, like the Dark Knight. Who do you associate the Dark Knight with? Not Not the... Dark Knight trilogy, who do you associate Dark Knight specifically with? Batman or Joker? Yeah, of course, it's Joker. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, like, overall, you don't you don't associate Joker with the whole trilogy because he doesn't make it out of that movie. But yeah. you, and then you would say Batman or you would say Christian Bale, but that one specific movie, you would say it's Joker, right? Yeah, yeah. no, I'm with you. I and totally I, get it. And I think you could put, I know it sounds ridiculous, but you could put those two performances, they're completely different performances, but you could put them on the same level. Obviously, you know, Alan Rickman didn't get nominated for an Academy Award for this, but I mean, there's, I would have to go back and look, but you could probably make a strong case that he probably should have. Yeah. Who's better? Who, 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 what is a better Alan Rickman character, Severus Snape or Hans Gruber? Because you're getting into hollow ground right now, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't have the, like, as deep of an emotional connection to Harry Potter as you do. Sure. And so I might I might say Die Hard, uh, or his Hans Gruber. Yeah, Hans Gruber, uh, over over Harry Potter. Right. Yeah, it's, it would be difficult for me because Snape creates such like a visceral reaction. That character um, reading the books, I mean, it's he's arguably the second most popular character in the whole Harry Potter universe, behind Harry. Um, I mean, I mean, you might even make, be able to make an argument. He's the most popular, and he's kind of the person that that is the most important in the overall story arc of Harry, besides obviously Harry. Um, but I can never think of anybody else who could have played him. Like he, he's perfect as Snape, mm-hmm. look wise, everything, mm-hmm. voice. Um, so that yeah, that's so difficult. I can't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how to pick between yeah. the two. I would say it's probably. Um, Snape because he had to play him more, so he had a he had more chance to like kind of fuck up. Yeah. Where he played Snape for eight movies. Was he in all of them? He's in all of them. Yeah. He's in some of them not as much, but he's in all of them. Right. Um like he's in he's in uh the first Deathly Hollows like barely, barely at all. Hmm. But he's in it. All right. He has a couple of cool scenes. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't know how you really you can really uh you can really pick between the two. I have another unanswerable question. Okay. So Carl, he has the big fight with, with John McClane. He gets hung with the chain. Yep. Um, and you think he's left for dead. Uh, John McClane makes his way, you know, he beats Hans, makes his way down with, with Holly Gennaro, his wife. At that point, there's police. You would think all through Nakatomi Plaza, there's certainly police at the very bottom. The assumption is that they've started making their way up through the plaza. He somehow, this giant blonde German man, makes his way, who you would think would have lacerations around his neck, right? He makes his way down from the, I can't remember what floor it is, but it's pushing the, the top of the building, so it's mm-hmm. in the 40s. Makes his way all the way down with a automatic machine gun, a massive automatic gun. Gets a blanket from apparently one of the, I don't know, first responders, I guess. Makes his way all the way down. Then is able to dis disrobe not disrobe but you know take the blanket off aim the gun at john to shoot him and then al pal shoots him how the fuck does he make it down i don't know <laughs> yeah I, you're asking like how do you like unhang yourself i'm 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 even getting past that point yeah. how does he make it down from that point to the bottom getting a blanket having this large gun and, and being like walking and you're a big german man yeah in 1988 he, where we're not we're not overly friendly with with the Europeans at this point. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. Yeah, unanswerable. It, it's, the one, it's the one thing that I can't suspend my disbelief for yeah. that really bothers me in this movie. Yeah. Out of everything, this is it. Yeah, I could see that. For whatever reason, I don't have that as like a lingering memory of, of like something that I, I, you know, that I have to suspend disbelief about. Okay. But yeah, when you talk about it, it's like, oh yeah, that is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What do you think the worst injury he sustained was? John McClane? Yeah. So you have you have uh, 
stepping on glass, like running through all that glass, uh, jumping off the top of the building attached to a fire hose, oh God, which you would think bad. would break break your back. Yeah. Like um, split you in two, probably. Yeah, yeah, he gets shot at some point, I yeah. believe. Um, like, what's the word? The, he dies, right? There's no way a, hu- a human's not living through any of this. No. The I- glass for me is the worst. The, yeah, the glass feels the worst yeah. because it's going to be like the most painful. And he's like digging. They show him like graphically Pulling. digging it out at yeah. one point. Yeah. yeah. They're, the glass feels the worst because it's going to be like the most painful mm-hmm. and there's the like least chance of death. From right. It. So. And you have to walk. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. Yeah. You're not calling it, in the it, wheelchair. Exactly. Okay. Do you think that's the worst one? It, it might be. It might be the worst because it's, it's the closest to... Like stepping on a on a Lego, or oh, micro machine, or a micro machine in the HU HAU in the HAU HAU Home Alone universe. Yep. Okay. Um, are Sergeant Al Pal and John McClane still friends today? I think so. They're in the like, greater in the greater yeah in the expanded universe, yeah, yeah. they're like lifelong buddies. Right. Kids they are growing through, up together, hanging exactly. out. They went through like some real traumatic shit, and they're still friends in Die Hard. Uh, Die Hard Two. Yep. They're friends. Yeah. Okay. Still friends. Yeah. I mean, they're lifelong buddies. What do you think they're doing? Shit together. What do you think they're doing? The kids know each other. Yeah. You know, they're growing up. Uh, Let's see. They're both probably retired by this point. For sure. They could be in their 60s. Right. And they're both, they're both still, no, wait. uh, Al is in LA. Well, they're both in LA because in Die Hard 2, he moves back to LA. Oh, that's right. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Okay. So they're both in LA. Yeah, they're hanging out. Just hanging out. They're just like doing beers. Golf? Probably not golf. Probably not golf. McLean doesn't seem like a golf guy. No, they're okay. doing beers. Just bird dog and chicks. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. All right, all right. Because right. I, I like to think in the in the greater DHU that they're still hanging out. Yeah. Friends smoking mm-hmm. like cigars. Yeah. Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts. Maybe not Hawaiian shirts. Mm, I mean, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Here comes the question I know you hate. Okay. Underrated, overrated, properly rated, die hard. Let's see. Greatest action movie of all time. We talked about it. Potentially the greatest villain of all time. John McClane might be the greatest action hero of all time. It, it has spawned numerous spinoffs. Not spinoffs, but inspired numerous movies like Speed, Cliffhanger, Over Siege. Like these are all like Die Hard on a Bus, Die Hard on a Mountain, Die Hard on a Train, yeah. Air Force One, you know, Die Hard on a, on a Plane. I feel uh, like it's properly rated. Like everybody, I have I've not met anyone else who anyone who says that it's like not a great, I mean amazing or you know slash the best action film like yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's right on the money. I agree. Everybody recognizes it. Properly it rated. Properly rated. What I worry about because this is the thirtieth anniversary of this movie is that as we get further out that things become underrated because maybe the the you know younger generation don't see these things or they think they're old. Um, I've always appreciated old cinema. I've always watched older movies, gone back and like you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried that at some point like movies like this, I don't think it'll ever happen with something like Star Wars, things like that, but something like this I feel like can become underrated. But I think it, it's properly rated. Yeah. It's maybe, fantastic. Given enough time. Yeah. Yeah. You good over there? Yeah, no, I was just looking. I was looking over the last of my the thing kind of things that I wrote down. One of which was the like note on the vault having six hundred and forty million dollars, <laughs> and they have two unarmed guards. Bear bonds. Um, bear bonds. The other thing that I wrote down that just kind of amused me watching watching the movie is, and I, I feel like this is the case with all movies that were <clears throat> excuse me that were made around that time. Sure. But it is so ridiculously easy to tell when they have a stunt double in for Bruce Willis. Like, the, <laughs> wait the, a minute, you're telling me that's not all him doing it? Yeah, not uh, not <laughs> to burst the bubble. Spoiler <laughs> alert! It's super clear that it's a guy who looks vaguely like also just a middle aged white dude. Yeah, in a wife beater. Exactly. How grimy does that shirt get? By the way, it's awful. I think that shirt is now in the Smithsonian. Is it really? I'm almost positive they okay. donated it to the Smithsonian. Uh, I'm with you in in the '80s stuff, and I think it's more because they did more practical effects instead of special CGI, effects. Yeah, like you can see, like you're nah, that ain't him. Yeah, nope. Yeah, all the quick cuts, and it's like he, clearly they didn't throw him down the stairs. Yeah, didn't they? No, I mean they didn't. Not Bruce Willis. 
you fly a lot, right? I mean, you fly semi-often. Uh, yeah, you, yes. ever, you ever do the, the roll your toes on, on a rug? No, I've never tried that. I want you to try that. I might, I'm flying home uh, tomorrow, so I'll let you know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm pretty pumped that we created another universe. Yeah. The DHU. I mean, maybe we just we acknowledge that another universe exists. Besides? Besides the one that we discussed previously? No, I'm saying you're saying maybe we should acknowledge that other ones exist. What's the one everybody acknowledges that exists? No, no, no. I'm saying instead of we created it. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'm being too arrogant? Yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm just saying we're making making things happen. We got the HAU. Mm-hmm. The D eight or the DHU. The DHU. What else we got? I mean, we're 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 making it happen. I mean, I think we just gotta like continue doing this. I would still watch. I, I'd rather watch either one of those than the MCU. Yeah. And for sure, the DCU. Yeah. We're not even gonna talk about that. R.I.P. Aquaman. <laughs> R.I.P. All right, dude. Well, I, I again, I'm I'm super pumped that that you wanted to do this one. I love it. Um, I love this movie. I know you love this movie. You yes. got you bought this movie for me on Blu-ray one Christmas. Um, so I'm just pumped. Thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. I'm a good friend. You're all right. You're right. All right, buddy. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Damien for joining me. Had a lot of fun on this one. Uh, make sure you guys give us a like, rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you listen to. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and Stitcher. Also, make sure you guys give us a follow on any of the social media networks. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>